Actually, rock reading Diana Palmer's book, Wyoming Bold, Chapter 12. Tank looked into her eyes with aching longing. Longing, he wanted to tell her how jealous he was of Carson, how he wished he could take back the things he said, that he didn't want her for a friend, he wanted her for the rest of his life. But how could he do that? No. Now that he ruined everything. Your trouble, she said softly. Can you talk about it? He made thin lines. I wish I could, he said. Fingers closed around him. Something to do with that man? Yes. He just nodded, turned his hand over and winced. There was a big bruise on the back of it. It just looks bad, that's all, she said. They couldn't hit a vein at first, so they had to put the needle there for the drip. She added, she smiled, indicating her other arm, where drip was still running into a needle on the photograph. They got it right this morning. I'm so sorry, he said. We all are. There's no need for that, she said gently. The criminal was very good. He started when he started when he was barely in his teens. Someone trained him. Someone very expert in espionage. Her eyes were almost ugly. Someone in a tropical place. Palm trees, cruise ships. She slushed. Keep going, he said. He likes sharks. Yes, he likes sharks. He acts the same. No emotion, no regret. Just a predator who takes advantage of opportunities. He wanted to ask her if she'd seen a watch in her vision, but he was paranoid about being overheard. Just in case a man had managed to bug a room, why wouldn't he? It was stupid to say anything that might be overheard. Sharks excluded. He mused. The man was listening. That information wouldn't set him off. After all, he was aware that people knew he mentioned sharks at once. You look tired, she commented. He managed to smile. He said, I haven't been sleeping well. I can't imagine, she replied. All this worry about what he's going to do next. No. <laughs> Singers closed around her. He shrugged and didn't meet her eyes. I was worried. We were all worried about you. Oh, she sounded surprised. He mostly. My brothers came to the hospital with me when you were admitted. Their wives wanted to come too, but I didn't think it was wise to try to bring Harrison down here. We were very pregnant, but Linda. She smiled. I'm very nice to them. They like you, he replied. It was a little laugh. They don't think I'll curdle the milk. He shook his head. We're modern in some of our attitudes. No pitchforks and torches, stuff like that. She didn't laugh at me. At least you have a little more color today. I'm feeling much better. I don't know what they've been pumping into me, but it really has helped. Any visitors besides us, I mean? Just Carson. His eyes, her eyes. He came and sat with me a few minutes. His face grew cold. He let go. I just saw Carson. He didn't mention he'd seen you. He felt guilty because he left us alone in the house, she replied. Gave the man an opening to tamper with my meds. What did you tell him? <laughs> that wasn't his fault, of course, she replied. I know you don't like him, she added perceptively, but he's not what you think. He's a good person. He almost put his tongue trying not to tell her. That was the thing he knew that Carson had done. How's Mama doing? She asked the Vernon. She seems okay, but she was very worried. And she said she's still getting over Dad's being shot, <laughs> He lost his jealousy all once. She's doing very well. That was an accident of fate. Your father was cruel, vindictive man. We make, we make our own path in life, then we walk in it. He ended as violently as he lived. He said, I suppose so. It's still hard. Are your parents still alive? Our mother died some years ago. So did our father. It's been just the three of us for a long time. He smiled sadly. You know, there's nobody in the world who feels the same pride for you. You that a parent does, or the unconditional love you get. A parent will excuse things that the world won't. I suppose we 
were poor for the lack of them. I always hoped for a father who'd be loving and kind, <laughs> she replied sadly. Mine was neither. I learned to stay out of his way almost as soon as I could walk. Mama took a lot of blows that were meant for me. She was right. My childhood was a nightmare. He smoothed his fingers over her shoulder. I'm sorry for that. Me too. She wasn't resisting, so he linked his fingers into hers and gave him a thrill, like parachuting from the green. Any other visitors, he asked. Not really. Just the sheriff's deputy. He asked me a lot of questions for a report. I guess Cody sent him, he said. I guess. Close to the hall, hospital workers were moving trays off some sort of mobile rolling cart. I suppose it's supper time. And I have to leave, he said reverently. They really have very nice food here, she said. Well, except for the gelatin, she was love. Can't you please smuggle me in a steak? I heard that. One of the volunteers called through the door with a chuckle. Sorry, you couldn't help it. Her is a floor plot. A woman came in with a cup of tray. Places on the hospital table and looked over at it. You like this. It's a steak, but it's good. She looked her. Rest beef, first one. It carrots. I love carrots. Her first solid food I gather. Take asked the woman. She looked. However, did you guess? Only someone on a liquid diet would go all gooey out of a carrot through her eyes. And there's this, too. She fed with fruit juice, milk, and a small serving of vanilla ice cream on the tray. I died and gone to heaven. Marissa <laughs> whispered. Not quite, but you came close out here. Come on, Charlie, man. Now you eat. Everybody okay? Okay. Marissa promised. Tank smiled at her. Odd, he thought. The way her voice sounded it was familiar. He wished he could place it. He almost asked if they met what it would appear as a pickup line. He wasn't doing that in front of Marissa. Went out her six over the food, but when she tasted the roast, she made a face. How very strange. Wood. I'm just paranoid, I guess, but it tastes a little funny. It smells like someone got happy with the gel. Garlic. I guess it's just my taste, but she had it started forking it. No, Tank took the fork with meat on it. He sniffed. He frowned. He knew that smell all too well. He worked very carefully with the commercial grade material. First, the capsules, now this. You're not eating that. He opened his cell phone and called Cody Banks. I take house things. He replied. Did you send a deputy to the hospital request Marissa today? He asked the other man. Well, not yet, he said. I mean, she's barely out of ICU. That was when Tank remembered the voice on the phone. He called the surveillance company and talked to a woman about installing the security camera. That was the voice. The woman who brought him her tray. She wouldn't be working in a hospital. She was an accomplice for the assassin who's after Tank. And that was who she sounded like. Tank, Cody asked when they were alone. You'll think I'm crazy, but can you send in your investigator over here right now? Why well, don't ain't up? I think the assassin... As the combo is working here, and part of Marissa's meal that the woman just delivered may have something in it. Something dangerous. Smells like commercial maternity. We've already known that was what was put in the capsule she ingested. Cody knew. Tank, he wasn't an alarmist. His words was good enough for sure. I'm not going to send him. I'll come with him. Don't let them take that tray away until I get there. I won't. He hung up. Marissa was listening. She looked more nervous than ever. Cody didn't send a deputy over here to see you, he said. Tell me everything you remember about the man. She frowned. He was medium height, wearing a uniform, she said. He was wearing a bib cap. He seemed very nice. He asked about my mother and remarked to how lucky I was to still be alive. He said the man probably hadn't meant to kill me at the point in time where he would have put a bigger dose of poison in the capsule. He said that perhaps he was waiting for just the right moment to erase me when it would have had the most impact. 
That's a strange thing to say, isn't it? Tech was really worried now. He wanted to go out in the hall and find that damn woman, tie her up, make her talk. He wanted the man, the rogue agent, put out a morning in the courtroom. You better come down here and make sure my brothers are in the house with their wives and that Carson is with him. I'll do it right now, which was I was thinking Look, what's that question he's one? He wants to fed a man to a crocodile amuse. I'm hoping he hasn't lost his touch. He had it just in case that paisley shirt wearing snake was listening. Don't excuse me. Shave he curled her fingers. One second, huh? Maybe something more creative than a crocodile. She was all he burns. Yes, he burns to kill me. She said, No dog. She sits off. He burns a lot. She said, I saw it. I couldn't see his features, but I know it was him in the vision. He burns. He screams. Don't dwell on things like that. He said so. That's what I see. That's the kind of things I see all the time. Death, violence, pain. She drew a long breath. All my life, I've had a friend when I was in grammar school. I knew she was going to die. And how? I tried to warn her. said I was joking. I told her not to go swimming in the lake that day. That man driving a boat, drinking, would run her over. She goes right. She just laughed. They went swimming. A man was driving a speedboat too fast, drinking, didn't see her. He ran right over her, and the propellers caught her. After that, I didn't want to have any friends. She looked up, and people say this is a gift. It's not a gift, it's a curse. Nobody in his right mind would want to see the future if he knew what was lying in wait for him. I suppose I never thought of it like that. I'd love to be just normal, she said. So, you know, a regular job, do regular things, get married, have kids, live a happy life. Why can't you? Yes. My children won't suffer because of me, she replied. They pay the price for my gift. <laughs> you decide not to have children on such a basis. You said, Marissa, we all have things in our lives that make us stand out. is isn't necessarily a bad thing. Your children might have similar gifts. It isn't a curse. It really is a gift. I would, I wouldn't be sitting here today if you don't, if you didn't have it. She knew that. She began to relax. She smiled. I suppose I'm letting it all get to me. She looked at her. I'm so hungry. She looked. I'll have them bring you something else. But Cody's investigators have a look at that. He added, indicating the tray. The woman who brought the tray came in, smiling to collect it. She stopped dead when she noticed the nurse and I touched it. Well, you haven't eaten a thing. She exclaimed. Now that won't do. You have to eat that right now. She meant. All of it, she moved to the bed. Come on, Miss Baker, don't be difficult. Here, I'll finish it. Like hell you will. Take it slowly. Got to speak just as Cody Banks walking to grab her. Told Cody, she's the assassin's accomplice. I'm what? Who? You're crazy. The woman's laying around. I'm leaving. You are not. Take that and cover the doorway. Cody, there's something wrong with food. That's right. It needs to be tested. I recognize this woman's voice. She worked for the so-called surveillance expert who bugged my house. The woman gaped at him, but she didn't really protest when Cody coughed her and took his investigator to call for a deputy to pick her up. You said right there. He took you said right there, told the woman, indicating chair near the window. You'll never prove a thing, woman said. Thank you, though. Thank gas and the eyes were ice cold. They ran a toxicology screen on the mill. The roast beef was laced with mushroom, enough to kill anyone who ingested it, far from the normal grade that was used on the ranch as an insecticide. This was a commercial grade of the pure chemical, which was greatly diluted when in use. Tank was willing to bet that when they compared the mushroom in this food and that in Marissa's capsules, it would be a match for the product under lock and key on the Kurt Ranch. 
Good God, he's insane. Tank exclaimed when the doctor gave him the results of the test he ordered. Doctors went, I have never, I have never had such a case in all my career. What do we do, Sheriff? Told him, for one thing, we put someone with Marissa around the clock. Oh, I can do that. Rook said he joined them earlier. I have another man watching the ranch. Both of us have backgrounds in, shall we say, deadly endeavors. <laughs> Cody gives him a weary look. I've done nothing illegal in this country, Rook assured him. Cody person, all right, your mate Carson can sure track, he added. He can do lots of things, Rook said. Tracking is one of them. He'll keep the family safe. Clara has to move in with us, think at it. I won't have her at the cabin alone. I'll take care of that, Rook assured I'd better get Marissa's computer and bring it along as well. Wouldn't want our anonymous friend messing with it. Good idea, thinks it. Nobody says anything about what we're planning in Marissa's room. Chances are pretty good. That is bug. Since we know a man pretending to be your deputy, he told Cody. Came to interview her. He's in dead earnest this he is dead earnest this time, he said quietly. He wants to kill her. He's a link in the chain, thing said. He's putting pressure on me if she died. I've never spent a second thinking about the past when I met him. What he doesn't know is that we've already made the connection he's so afraid of. What connection could he have? It's better if you don't know right now. Tank told him he clapped the other man on sorry. Doesn't concern this business anyway. At least not at the moment. Right now, our only concern has to be keeping Marissa alive. Corson will stay at the hospital until she's released, Brooks said. Thank goodness, Cody replied obvious. Tank's offended and angry. I don't have the budget to do that. He does, Brooks said, jerking the thumb and Tank. My investigator will interview her while he's here. This guy's a nutcase. Cody said, You can bet money on that. What does he want to kill such a young woman? Cody said, I just don't get it. He sees things. He's afraid he'll help me remember something he doesn't want me to get out. I'll tell you the minute I can. It's very complex. Something to do with the case in Texas, maybe? Cody asked her. Maybe. Uh-huh. And even darker than that, Rook added. This is a piece of the puzzle, a deadly one. There are dozens of poisons that have no taste or color, Creeper. Why didn't he use one of those? He's cocky, thinks they call it. Arrogant, thinks we're all fools. Probably thought it would be amusing to kill her with the substance we use on the ranch in lesser doses every day during the growing rich season. Boy, <laughs> Rook chuckled. I think all the surprise coming. Indeed he does. Tank had it with Cody. No chance you could suspend that woman. You're arrested on suspension of murder over a lake or something by her thumbs to make her talk. <laughs> Sorry, wrong century. It was just a thought. It was just a thought. He glanced at Think you might sell him out for the right price. Rick should have said to me, I think she won't be allowed this time tomorrow. Hey, I run a tight jail, Cody persisted. Never get past my guys, not a million years. Who can take that answer? They knew enough already to be certain that if the killer wanted her dead, she would be. Sure enough, later that very day, Rook phoned Tank, who was still at the hospital with the news. The woman who tried to poison Mirza had a sudden coronary right in her holding cell. How convenient. Tank said he wasn't overflowing with sympathy. Mercer could have been lying dead in her bed, thanks to that witch. 
isn't it? <laughs> Did you have any visitors? Do you know? There was an old man with a cane who said he was her attorney and asked to see her. He was very convincing. The jailer let him use an interrogation room to talk to her. The old man came out, hobbling on the cane, thanked the jailer warmly, talked about the weather and left. They found the woman slumped over in her chair. EMTs responded, but all attempts at resuscitation failed. DOA at the hospital. He doesn't like those inns, apparently. There goes our case, thinks of angrily. Something like that. Worked you in an audible way. Mathilding, good God, man, that are thousands of poisons that are undetectable by taste or smell. Why use Mathalian? Terror tactics, replies voice ripper. I'm done for impact. We know we can be we know he can be stealthy when he wants to. Either he's deliberately baiting us, or he's getting sloppy. He gets sloppy enough. We can hang him out to dry. Lovely thought, and I just seasoned a brand new rope. Rook said with a light in his account, in his accent. Tank laughed, but without any real humor. Well, we'll see what happens, but I don't like having Carson here with her. He had it in long time. You're barking up the wrong tree, mate. <laughs> he likes to lose association. Your lovely Marissa is forever sort of a person. Not always type. I hope you're right. You'll see I'll go now. I've got things buttoned up tight here at the ranch. No worries. All right, I'll take your word for it. That my family is safe. Away to the wise, look at it. Don't taste anything you left unattended. Tell her too. Carson will, will, will be watching. But it never hurts to emphasize certain things. He was careless. He was careless with one poison. He might not be with another, especially now that his plans have been thwarted. Yes, it. I've seen men react under those conditions. A perfectly normal man, going by a set of mental plans, can go berserk when something unplanned happens. In this case, it can be fatal to a lot of people. Watch out. Good advice, and I'll take it. Thanks. You've been alive, Zebra. You're welcome. The other man said as he hung up. Carson was song. Carson was pensive. Neither of them spoke when Tank went back into the hospital room. He scowled. Carson, he thinks well, we've been having a quick affair while the nurses' backs were turned. <laughs> Somewhere between the checking your vitals and doctor rounds, he smiled at Tank, who was really glowering now, just for future reference. I never conduct affairs with women of fate, he pointed out, indicating reason. They just aren't into group sex for some reason. I can't fan. Tech couldn't help it. He burst out laughing. So did Marissa, although she blushed a little at the explicit grim heart. No offense, Matt, if you're into it, of course, he told Tank. No offense, Matt, if you're into it, of course, he told Tank. Now me, Tank sat down in the only vacant chair, leaned back, he met Marissa's eyes. He went, I'm a one-woman man. She stared at him with wide, soft eyes. She wondered at the words and then the expression on his face. It could be just a male thing, jealous of another man. On the other hand, he was looking at her with pure delight. Could he really have meant that he only wanted friendship from her? Had she said it because he wasn't sure of her? I feel decidedly like a third wheel. Curse her remark while they stared at each other. Yeah, I'm going down the hall for coffee. Can I bring you back a cup? Yes, can Yes, please. Cream only. Takes the hand into his pocket. Presented him with twenty dollars. Don't argue about it. Think of it as an expense account. In that case, 
I'll splurge and get a chocolate bar. I go with it. Gosh, that chocolate. I like mine with cream and sugar. Marissa told him. Carson gave her a patient. The nurses would carry me into a back room and do God knows what to me if I gave you caffeine. Oh, you can paint a rose on that. Cute little redheaded nurse said as she came into the room. Jack Carson of all Really terrible things. Unimaginable things. She gave him a walk around. How many cups of coffee would you like? And he asked Marissa with a big grin. Tank laughed. So did the nurse. Carson shot her a wink and a smile as he went out the door. That nurse whistled and waved her hand as if phantoms. If I weren't happily married and a mother, she was looking at Carson. He does have that effect on women. Tank you. Most women, Marissa corrected. She liked to take in a way that conveyed she wasn't one of them. Amazingly, his face shaped. He relaxed, looked happy, content. Let the nurse do her job. Then when she left, he closed the bed and leaned over Marissa. I lied. Excuse me, she asked. He bent his head and brushed his mouth tenderly. I don't want you or a friend. An enemy then? She teased what she was breathing. She was breathing as if she'd been running. He nibbled her upper lip. We can talk about it when you're out of the hospital and all this insanity ends. She touched his cheek with cold fingertips, smiled well and his mouth moved. He answered very soft. Okay, he chuckled because that didn't sound like a refusal. She sighed as she looked up in his hard, gorgeous face. You are so incredibly handsome, she murmured huskily. Yeah, who, me? <laughs> yes, yeah, she smiled. It's not only the way you look, it's the way you are. You don't really know me yet, he pointed out. I know you're down to your bones, she said in her old wife. So you're laying out your life for your brothers, for their wives, for people who are close to you in time of danger. You never run. You're honest and loyal, and you don't even drink or smoke. She shook her head. Your only real flaw is it's a small one. If it's a small one, it is that temper. He made a face at her. It only peeks out from time to time in extreme circumstances. <laughs> like when you think Carson's trying to charm me, she laughs softly. He sighed. It's possible to deny it. Yeah. She touched his cheek, his mouth. He's very attractive. He seems like a rock sometimes, but he has a soft center. He doesn't want to get serious about anyone ever again. There's a young woman. Somewhere, he's driving him up the wall. <laughs> sure. Joe, I to get in line. He teased to leave. Neither Carson was moaning over his girl. It's not like that, she said. She's very religious. She won't like some of the things she finds out about him. <laughs> I think it will shock him. He isn't used to women who don't think of intimacy as an issue stretch whenever you feel the need. You're that sort of woman, he said softly. Yeah, I'm not judgmental. I don't want to make the world over into my own image of how things should be. I know what you mean, but there will always be people of faith and women who don't follow the crowd of the clip of group sex. He had a joke. She left. And what's so funny about group sex? Cursing ass up as you turn them. Honest to God, you people. He hesitated for a minute. Or haven't you ever seen an anaconda mating ball on those National Geographic specials? They burst out laughing. 
He had to take a cup of coffee and regretful with Marissa as he dropped the chair on the other side. Sorry, but they really would throw me out of my ear if I brought you a cup. I know, it's okay. She said, smiling at him. Tank sat down in his own chair, but his eyes never left Marissa. Heard anything? I'm the sheriff, Carson asked. Come here, baby. Tank said, No, but he'll let us know. If he finds anything, dream about that that woman. He added, "Dark, I expect with a little incentive, she might have given something away, or not." Person, men like that don't choose partners for their loose tongues. He crossed his long lunch break. However, a little background check might turn up something. I was thinking the same thing. Tank smiled at Carson because he knew what the man was doing. He expected there was a bug in the hospital room. He was up in the ante. Giving the shadowy assassin something more to worry about. Unless she was working for the government in deep cover, she isn't invisible. Somewhere, someone will have known her. Your friend the sheriff will run her through the Nick database and see what shows. I'm betting she's got a rap sheet. Not long, too, maybe. But there'll be something there. Enough, I hope. Tank adds deliberately. It gave our shadowy friend a lot of worries. I wish him as many as he given me lately. Expect when he hears what the Texas authorities are researching, he'll need to change his underwear. Carson said deliberately, so Tank warned him not to speak. You think so? Was all Tank said. He said, "This isn't bad." We call the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Philistine Carson is up. This is real honest to goodness coffee from a real coffee maker. How did you get that? Take that surprise, Carson leaned toward This is really pretty nurse. I just smiled and mentioned how much I hated coffee out of those damn machines. <laughs> he held up his cup. Good for me in here. Take good and resist laughing too. Where is it? Just cigarette. End of chapter 12.